welcome to Spiranomics for Kids. I'm Abigail Thayer, and we're going to be talking to Dr. Kirk Elliott today about um, American U.S. currency and how we got off the gold standard. Can we bring in Dr. Kirk Elliott? Well, hello. How are you? Good, Abigail. How are you doing? I'm doing fine as well. So, Good. Can you explain what a currency is? Yeah, it's just simply a means of exchange. So it's something that you would trade for somebody for something else, right? So way back in the day, like even tribal societies, like on almost deserted islands, right? They would trade beads back and forth for something, but came a little bit inconsistent because the beads are sometimes bigger, smaller, more mm-hmm. attractive, less attractive, right? So, so the whole concept of currency is to have something that's valuable, something that's um, portable, something that can act as a means of exchange that other people would want, right? That's consistent in size. So that's how the whole concept of currency kind of started is something that, well, none of the beads were the same size or the coconuts or whatever they would use to mm-hmm. trade back and forth. So that's that's why currency came into existence was to make things, make commerce easier. Mm-hmm. So why why is currency supposed to be valuable well if you're giving let's say i were to um buy something from you something that you had made like on your etsy mm-hmm. store or whatever right so you have to have something valuable in exchange for it or else you're not going to give me what you made right so so that's where currency has to be valuable and it has to be valuable to the next person as well and the person after that or else you live in a barter world where you're just trading things back and forth and it might be good for some and not good for another. So that's where currency actually as a means of exchange makes everything more consistent and streamlined and, and easy. Okay. And so can we pull up our budget now that we're talking about money? So can we talk about our the budget? Yep. So... We got all this. So I've spent about $60 on Christmas presents. So we have to line, add a line of Christmas presents um, or gifts. So can we add gifts to the line? So what you're doing is you're just making it more specific because technically uh-huh. your gift come under just regular spending. But if mm-hmm. but if you want to be more specific, like I'm going to spend 50% on me and 50% on others, right? This is what you're starting to do now is, is make your budget more meaningful to you, right? Because you, you like to analyze it a little bit more and, and maybe down the road you say, okay, I want to give 70% of, of what I have to spend on others and only 30% on me, right? So what you're doing is really good because you're getting more detailed and that's going to cause you to be more um, consistent and more um, kind of like magnetic to your budget, right? Because you're not going to want to deviate from it very much. And so what you're doing is really good here. Mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So... Now that we're done talking about the budget, so how um how did we get um where we are today and why 
technically, why did we get off the gold standard? Oh, boy. That's a loaded question, Abigail. Loaded. Mm -hmm. All right. So, <laughs> so back, let's go back to like the 1920s, right? So, or even before that, um, you could actually use silver coins or, or gold, one ounce gold pieces as currency, right? Um, yes. That was, that was the currency. And if you go back to like the early 1900s, like a one ounce coin says $20 on it, right? So, mm -hmm. But back then, you could go to the bank. You could go to—I don't know if you even know what. Do you know what a Sears store is? Um, I've heard of it before. Yeah, well, they kind of went out of business. So, yeah, so mm -hmm. so they had them back then, or they whatever stores they had back then, right? You could go to the bank. You could go to the store and give them a twenty-dollar bill or one ounce of gold because it's, yes. the gold was worth twenty bucks, right? So you could—they were interchangeable. But the question we have to ask ourselves is what would that buy you, right? So, so back then, that same $1 or $20 bill or one ounce of gold would buy you a finely tailored men's suit, a shirt, a tie, a belt, and shoes. I mean, that, that's what it would buy you. So if you fast forward to today, what does that 20 bucks buy? If you had a $20 bill, well, you can't really even go to, to Chick-fil-A, you know, for almost 20 bucks with, with your family. You, you can't with your family, right? You just simply can't. So, um, but one ounce of gold at about $1,700 still buys you a finely tailored men's suit, a shirt, a tie, a belt, and shoes, right? So it's maintained its purchasing power over the last hundred years. That's the amazing part about gold. But here's the thing, back in the, after the World War One. Um, America almost went bankrupt. They had no money because wars are really expensive. So President Roosevelt at the time said, hey, um, we were issuing these war bonds. You need to invest in America. You need to help us pay for the war. Nobody wanted to do it, right? So so basically, because um, they wanted to keep their gold, right? And it's like, well, we don't want the dumb war bonds. So he forced the issue and he said, all right, we're going to confiscate everybody's gold. And so, the, all right. So then he basically made gold ownership illegal. After the Federal Reserve Act of 1913, they decoupled gold from the U.S. dollar, right? So, so now they were no longer the same. So, and he made it illegal to own gold. And then in 19, fast forward all the way to 1971, President Nixon closed the window on gold exchange, even between countries. So at that point, it was just paper. You could mm -hmm. go to the printing press, press the button, and just money started flying out, right? It basically had no meaning. So this is where it gets dangerous when politicians have that kind of authority where it's like, if we need money for this and that, just press the red button and out it comes, right? So, so that's the root cause of inflation. See, so we got rid of the gold standard. So politicians could actually just print money at whim and fund everything that they wanted to fund without, well, you know, people bellyaching about it because they didn't have the gold to back it. But what did that do? So like we saw $20 doesn't even get you, uh, you know, a night out at, at Chick-fil-A really. Um, mm -hmm. But that, that $20, that one ounce of gold still buys you that finely tailored men's suit and shirt, tie belt shoes. So since the Federal Reserve Act of 1913, a dollar back then is only worth two cents today. Two cents. Mm -hmm. 
That's the erosion that has happened when we abandoned the gold standard. And that's a dangerous road that we're still on. That is a little bit scary to think about. Yes. Yeah, because it's only going to get worse. Yeah. So, so, um, what? Um, so, what is the best way to invest our money if we don't want to fall into the trap of inflation? Well, I would go into what is real money, like what we've been talking about, gold or silver. There are things, right? Things go up with inflation, just like books or clothes or gas or food or groceries, right? They all go up with inflation. Gold and silver are a thing. So if you invest into gold or silver, it's going to go up with the inflation that we're seeing. So that's the best way to protect yourself is by investing into silver or gold. And that way, Abigail, you can have a smile on your face knowing that even though your currency is eroding and it's losing value every single day that politicians print it to fund all their stuff, um, your investments will be going up because they go up with inflation where the value of the dollar comes down. So that's how you protect yourself, invest in gold and silver. And um, over time, you'll see it really start to grow and grow nicely. In fact, over the last seven weeks, you know, if you've seen all this mayhem happening around the globe, silver's up 24% in just six to seven weeks. That's amazing, right? That's outpacing inflation. And that's how you protect yourself. I think that's sort of like a little shelter. You just just try to hide, but not. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. (laughs) Yeah. So I think I've got a few more questions and... So, and I think I lost it. <laughs> okay. And I don't think I've got any more questions now that I think about it. Well, well, you asked some really good ones. Yeah. So, tomorrow we're going to um, Wing Feather Saga. It's a new show that's coming out on. It's a new show that's coming out very soon on Angel Studios, and we get to go to Tennessee, and we get to see it. Yay! Awesome. You're going to have a blast. Yeah. And I even get to meet some of the producers of the Tell Twins show. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. They have really good economics Mm -hmm. education stuff. I love their stuff. And I'm an Mm -hmm. adult. I love what they put together. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, lots of people do love it. Yes. And if, and speaking of investing gold and silver, if anyone wants to talk to Dr. Kirk's team, they can go to sparrowgold.com and 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 talk to well, talk to his team directly. So Well, it looks like we're heading out, Dr. Kirk Elliott. Goodbye. Goodbye. If you want your questions answered by Dr. Kirk's team, then go to spiritgold.com.
Oh, hi. <laughs> hey. Welcome back. We're here to tell you about parasites today. <laughs> and I'm not talking about Nancy Pelosi. No, I don't think the public is going to be done with that. Dr. Jason Dean has told us about these nasty little suckers. He actually showed us pictures. Oh, God. <laughs> kind of reminded us of the movie Alien. These voters are not to be mistaken for politicians. Even though they're kind of slimy and sucking the life out of you. But you can drain your own personal swamp with Dr. Jason Dean's Parasite Protocol. Go to healthwithspiro.com and check out all of Dr. Jason Dean's products. He even has an autism protocol and a parasite protocol for kids. It's important right now, more than ever before, to change sick care into health care. Dr. Jason Dean is amazing, him and his wife, and they really care about your health. Not only does he have these really great products, but he also has an amazing support system, provides trainings, and a really awesome Telegram channel. Where you can talk crap with your friends. So go to healthwithspiro.com to check out Dr. Jason Dean's Parasite Protocols and drain your personal swamp today. Ew. Two parasites walk into a bar. One of them says, what bank do you work for? <laughs> And then when you've got people like Jeff Bezos at Amazon telling people, hold off on any large purchases of TVs and things like that. I mean, you just said that yesterday um, because we're, we're going into a pretty deep recession here and you might yeah. want to save up some of your money, right? It's like this, the, the founder of the largest e-commerce platform in America, right? It's like you'd think he'd be encouraging people to spend, yeah. but, but he's not. And in wow. fact, in fact, we're heading into the holiday season here, right? What did Amazon just do? Laid off over 10,000 people. Yeah. What did, what did Stripe do? The, the, you know, the little credit card, you know, merchant mm -hmm. processing company. Not little, they're big. They laid off 14% of their workforce. It's like, wait a second. Why? People should be spending money during the holiday season. Right. Credit card merchandising is laying people off. Amazon's laying people off. You've got... Facebook that's laying people off like an 11,000 people, but they should because they bring nothing to the table anymore. So, so <laughs> then you've got, you've got, um, sorry. Um, that's but true. You, you've it's got totally true. FedEx, FedEx freight. So let's see, we go back a month and a half and, and FedEx itself closed 90 corporate locations and they put a hiring freeze on all new hires. Yeah, because no, if nobody's shipping, it's because nobody's buying stuff that needs to be shipped, right? Well, then, just uh, yesterday morning, FedEx Freight basically said we're furloughing. You know, who knows how what they didn't tell the number, but right. estimates are maybe half, maybe less, maybe more. We don't know, but they're furloughing their their employers and their their truck drivers because nobody's shipping anything. Mm -hmm. See, when you see this kind of activity. Going into a holiday spending season, it's it's not good, right? That means the global economy is coming to a screeching halt. And then you've got you've got this news coming out that guess what? Inflation. It didn't go up as much as we thought it was. Wholesale prices were up only 0.2%. We were expecting more. This is good news. It's like reality check. Inflation over the is as high as it's been in over 40 years. And it still went up, right? Yeah. It's not coming down. Yeah. And they're celebrating. 
that it wasn't as high as as they were expecting. It's like it's like talking to somebody who has a you know eats a lot. It's like okay. I was expecting to gain 10 pounds last week, but I only gained four. So this is a right. really good thing. It's like, it's, it's not this, we, it, in, you know, inflation needs to come down, not go up at a slower rate. So, so the economy is, is really sick. And, yeah. and with the election, nothing changed. People's perceptions moving forward are not good. You know, who else's perception isn't good moving forward is, Jerome Powell, chairman of the Federal Reserve, because he raised rates last week, three quarters of a point. But what he said after that is, is, and okay, so here's the thing. Everybody expected that, right? Because they said that that's what they were going to do. But he said three things. The second thing that he said was, was we're going to slow down the rate of increase because what we're doing isn't working and it's killing the economy. So we might not do three quarters next time. Maybe we'll do half or maybe we'll do a quarter. But the third thing that he said was the devastating, you know, nail in the coffin for, for the economy. And that is we're going to continue to raise yeah. rates until inflation dies. Yep. So there's no this end is- in sight. Yeah. Well, I want to pose something to everybody out there. You know, I mean, take Bezos' advice. Don't buy the TV. Invest in silver and gold for your family this Christmas. I mean, get your kids a a silver round if that's what you can afford. Because, I mean, you could purchase them a toy that they're going to break within the month or even the day. You know, you can get something cheap, something plastic, something from China, support their, you know, (laughs) agenda. Or you can actually invest in your family and you can get silver and gold. You can buy it for your spouse. You can buy it for yourself. And, you know, we all go shopping on Black Friday because they have all the sales. Well, right now with inflation, that what's going on with inflation is just going to make your stuff worthless and it's going to cost you more where if you buy silver and gold, that's the best Black Friday that you could ever have right now. So anyway, for the holidays, I'd actually get a hold of Dr. Kirk's team. 